0: Hello, Ali speaking. Hello, Ali. My name's Sam and I'm here with my brother Josh and we're doing a a podcast. Now, this may sound really weird, but we're actually just doing a few quick fire questions to each other and, and the other people in the office. And I was wondering, I know it's really random, but if we could ask you some quick fire questions and you can just answer whatever comes into your head first. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. All right. So coffee or tea? Tea. Italian or Mexican cuisine? Mexican. The beach or the mountains? Mountains. Beyonce or Jay-Z? Beyonce. Is there any preference why you have Beyonce over Jay-Z? Who run the world. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Thank you so much, Ali. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Sam, Bromley Lynch is like the morning paper. It's got your personal column, it's got your news, and it's got your quiz, Josh. This, this is Bromley Lynch. Josh, Sam. uh, the reason I wanted to ring that random then was and to ask those questions was because I've been sitting in some waiting rooms lately Mm. and you can't help but flick through the magazines at waiting rooms of doctors, of physios or whatever appointment you might be going to. And they always have a few profiles on different people and they ask those little quick fire questions at the end. And for some reason, I always... Happen to read them and really think hard about them. They're interesting. They really tell you a lot about the people that are being subjected to those interviews. Especially, like they tell you so much with so little. And the fact that it's like you can only have the selection of two. You don't have to give an explanation. It, it's it's great. Yeah, I really enjoy like, it. Especially the question about the mountains and the beach. Yeah. So then, like this person said, mountains. Yeah. So all of a sudden, probably like walking. Yeah. Like a bit of nature, so those types of things. bit of hiking. bit of hiking. Yeah. Sam, how's the week been? Josh, week has been good, as you know, moved house, yeah. which has been great fun. Been doing plenty of work. What I am starting to realise, Josh, is that I'm getting older. and that's, that's true. Things that were not once pleasurable now are very pleasurable to me. Now, can I just come with me on this one? Yeah, I will. So as you get older, I, th- I think that things do become more pleasurable. And you recognise these things that, either it helps with like ease of use the performance of something so for example josh young kid this didn't worry me but now it does a good suction on a vacuum (laughs) a good suction on a vacuum is something that that you really recognize as you get older you know what else josh a great bath towel, a very clean, uh, even a new bath towel, is something you really appreciate as you get older. Didn't know the difference back in the day. Not at all. Just you could have used a dishwashing towel, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. You know, four or five days in a row. Now it's like nothing better than a fresh towel. Fresh towel. Uh, it's something that is just to die for. You like, you never want to get out of the like, you want to get out of the shower and just use the towel. Absolutely, uh, Josh. This is a pretty pretty common one, but new stack of socks and jocks. Oh. So a new set of socks and jocks. I think we have spoken about this before, but the feeling of new socks on your feet—a great feeling. I don't think I think you appreciate that when you were younger, though, don't you think? Yeah. I don't think you're conscious of it. You thought, oh, this feels a bit different. All, I wore This good. Had it's had like you're you're craving that sensation. Like you would see some kids' socks, especially at school, and like they were loose around their ankles. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, we would wear like, and that they were probably the same said for our socks as well. Like oh, yeah. you would wear. Th- Wear through your socks for like a year And they, they would get every bit of mum and dad's dollars out of them Yeah Josh, another thing that I really recognize as I get older is something that becomes very pleasurable, mm-hmm. and that's a good pl- pair of sunglasses. Oh, yeah. A good pair of sunglasses. So you need high UV protection, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. You need heavier and more durable sunglasses and, and glasses, lenses that are going to cover your eyeballs because you want a protection from the sun. Not the pair of Ray-Ban knockoffs that mm-hmm. your mates bought from you on his family trip from Bali. You need you need a good pair of sunglasses. You don't want to look cool. No, and this is a big one as well because as you get older you spend more time in here. And that's the kitchen, and it's a great non-stick pan. I'm going to go with you on the non-stick pan big time, okay? But I'm also going to go with you and double down on the great knife. Now, from the move that you have left the premises of my house, and you've gone with Clara to your house, the other day you've taken the great knife, which is rightfully yours, but little brother Tommy and myself are now on the hunt for a good knife set because, Sam, blunt knives in the kitchen – should be exiled Uh, they definitely should be and they become more noticeable as you get old and once you've used a good knife Mm -hmm. it's very hard to go back you can't go back you can't go back but so I think that little brother Tommy and you have to put your pennies together and Mm -hmm. go out and buy a nice knife and in saying that also I think the vacuum we may need to also upgrade Josh you know what a lot of these that I've just said have in common and that is just time saving because you don't want to spend half your time when you're vacuuming Mm -hmm. emptying out, pulling things out because it's, it's brought up like a string or whatever it is, malfunctioning vacuum. Uh, a great nonstick pan also saves yeah, time. One, when you're cooking. Two, when you're cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. When you're cleaning, you're not having to soak it overnight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, time consuming. I love it, Sam. Sam, I've got one for you now. The other day, okay, Thursday last week, the family dog, Little Barney Maltese Shih Tzu, who is 15, by the way, 15, and I don't know how many that is in, in dog ears. Trooper. Trooper. And Sam... Was on the fringe of, fringe of uh, mortality there for a little bit, okay? So he was, I thought, was perishing a couple of years ago. Uh, Josh, uh, let's give the listeners some, some context. Three years ago, there was There's- photos set out in the family WhatsApp saying, hey, guys, come home. We've got to say goodbye to Barney, all right? We're going we're gonna to plan the eulogy, the burial, all those sorts of things. Which song do we want? Taking him down the aisle, like it's it's it's, it's, it's yeah, the <laughs> aisle of the of the dog funeral parlor. But Josh, it was a, it was a grim time. Sam, Sam, I wasn't willing to dig the hole either. No, 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 not at all. But so got Barney groomed last week. Now a learned, but there's plenty of learned behaviours that you have when you are a kid from your parents most most commonly. Sam, the learned behaviour that I've learned from my father and your father too, believe it or not, <laughs> is from Dizzy Lynch. When a trade or someone's come in, do you hover? So I'm talking about the etiquette of the person when a tradie or someone comes to your house to fix something. In this instance, it was the dog groomer, Jackie. Okay, Jackie, really nice person. But Sam, I've, I've looked up a little website and it's actually about the trade etiquette. Okay. So there's seven rules of etiquette. So you're talking about when a trade comes into the home, what is your ability or what is your duty? What is your your duty? And Jackie's not, Jackie wasn't there for a long time. Okay. She was there for about 45 minutes. Good time. Not a long time. Okay. Yeah. So Sam, one of the, and tradies can get back to us on this. Okay. This is a good one for trades to get back to it when they're going to do a plumbing job, a sparky job in someone's house. What's what's the right etiquette? So this is what I found on this website. Establish a professional report, okay? I think I did that at the start, okay? We exchanged names, had a little brief chat, and then it was on to the most important part, Barney the dog. Yeah. It's not about you, it's about the dog. It's about the dog. Two, make their job easier. I think I ticked this box, okay? I went around the side... For hose, got the hose connected for Jackie. And then I also got up on uh, a little stepladder and put a power cord through so she could have power to her little trailer. Tick the box there. Tick, tick. Offer a lunch space. She wasn't there for lunch. She was there for the morning tea sort of period of the day. So I offered her a coffee or a tea. That's good To which she declined Declined Yeah They they commonly do Yeah And then this is where it got tricky About 20 minutes in And I'm in the lounge room Fiddling away with something And little brother Tom's in there And I think Dizzy the old man Has taught me something here I don't know whether or not to go out I don't know whether to hover I don't know what to do Okay I don't know whether to go out Check in on, on Jackie Or what what's happening Because I don't want to cramp her style what would you have done? Well, Josh, you got to also see it as it's their workspace. Yeah, that's exactly so what like, I am thinking. Would you want them to be shadowing you the whole time while you're trying to teach, for example? No, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want someone on my desk when I'm doing the work that I'm into. You know, it, you don't want to be interrupted, but you also don't want to come off as rude. Sam, I remember when we had trades come over when dad was like when at home. Dad would get up like he was going to work as well. Yep. He would sort of just hover around them. He was ready for work yep. as well. If yep. he had to hold a screw, he was there to hold a screw. He was there to He's hold. He's useless on the tools, just like his son's here. Yep. He was around them all the time. I remember the heater getting fixed one day. I swear, like, he couldn't break the tag. Donnie Crane could yep. not break the tag of, of Dizzy. But, so it's taught me some weird things. And I had this real, real big question. Sam, I checked in, yep. made sure it was all right. But number five, don't hover. So Good. I don't think I hovered. I reckon there was a little brief gap of 30 seconds where I could have hovered for too long, but I didn't hover. Was there any sort of dull sil- silences between you and Jackie?: Yes, that's when period? I got inside. Yeah. Okay, I think the, the conversation ended there. I went straight inside. Let me know. Let me know if you need anything. Show your appreciation is number six, well and truly, and then well, be reasonable if things go wrong. Nothing went wrong, so I think we'll reasonable. And Barney looks great. Now, Sam, Josh- he looks good. He looks great. He looks young. Yeah, he looks-, he looks, looks Sam, fun. he sort of lived the life of a person, yep. in a way. Yeah, <laughs> so he like has. He sort of had. So, he, sta- he was born in Ballarat, stayed in Ballarat for maybe 13 of his 15 years. 13 win- Ballarat winters. 13. As, a, as a Maltese Shih Tzu, yeah. as I like to call him for those playing along at home, he's the, the bingo dog yeah. or the pokies dog. <laughs> so, a lot of people who- you see these, these dogs a lot in the cars of people that play- generally Bingo and, and pokies <laughs> That's good But Sam Barney looks good But he's lived a over top. Now he's come down To the ocean Got some sea breeze Got some sea air Get down to the beach Every now and then He's, he's rejuvenated He's got his sea legs He does He's got his sea he legs does. Josh just going back Onto the trades Now It would be great to know for for the trades listening. Do you guys ever take up the offer when clients ask you if you want a drink or if you want something to eat? Because I remember in my uni days and I would work as a part-time landscaper, part-time whatever. A lot of part-time. Josh, a lot of part-time work back then. (laughs) Cash eh? (laughs) only. We would, you know, go to houses and fix lawns, whatever it might be. And there was like an older couple or an older client who made the best ham sandwiches like the best i'm talking like fresh rolls (laughs) fresh ham and then we finally it was a hot day we said yeah we're we're gonna have like they offered they kept offering to the point where i was like gonna be rude if we said no and we we took this this offering of the ham sandwiches josh we went back the next day and just really went slowly at the work so we could make sure we got some some hand sandwiches the did day. Josh, it was delicious. It was delicious. And it always pays, I suppose, for the trades to, to maybe just take them up on the See, offer. See, if I'm, if I'm a tradie, I'm taking up on the offer. Okay, uh, I'm taking up the water, I'm taking up the coffee, the tea, whatever it might be. And then it's a good way to get to know someone. Look, I'm not in the position of a trade trying to provide for my family and everything. Got to get the work done quickly. But, you know, it doesn't kill to just have a coffee every now and then. Absolutely. <laughs> Josh, you were speaking last week about some some lost artwork and how it was worth a lot of money. It ended up being a very famous painter's artwork and worth a lot of money. What was the painter's name? He was a great painter. Yeah. Raphael. Yeah, Raphael. Raphael. It was Raphael. Was it actually? Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, it was. Really? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this guy is not named Raphael, but his name is James Howe and he's lost his hard drive. I oh know He's lost his hard drive It went into the waste Unfortunately for this 35-year-old Welshman This hard drive had contained to 7,500 Bitcoins That are worth more than $280 million now oh my God. So those that don't know what Bitcoin is It's a cryptocurrency that is becoming quite popular Prevalent. And a lot of people seem to be using it at the moment And trying to buy it And it's just, it's just increased in price over the last few years, now he has the pass key for it. Like he knows the password and stuff for it. He yeah. just can't find the hard drive, what? which contains these seven thousand five hundred bitcoins. To retrieve it, he needs permission from his local council to search the landfill. Bill, it's worth bin. it. It's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Like if 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 he can think that it's in there somewhere and that he can retrieve it. So to sweeten the deal. For them to let him search through the council bins and and landfill, he's offered to donate twenty five percent of the money, so seventy percent to a COVID relief fund. So he he's saying that this is a chance, yeah. Uh, this is the chance to yeah. go and get, go and get his money, yeah. Uh, go and get his payday, yeah. It made me think, like obviously, this is a very personal possession yeah. to him, and it is worth a lot of money, yeah. Now if something think about your most prized possession. I'm going to go for mine. So there's a there's a Nike hoodie that I wear. Yeah. A white one that has been passed down from from family members that is very, very special to me. If this went for some reason missing and into the skip bin, I'd be diving. Yeah, I would be skip bin diving, Josh. This is how much I love this hoodie. What about yourself? I know that. I know that hoodie. It's a great hoodie, and you should. You're, you're entitled to dive. I'm not sure. You do you think you have one for me? No, I don't know. I don't know. I literally. I literally. <laughs> don't. I don't know what what means a lot to you. Uh, Sorry to catch you off guard, but just quickly, that reminded me of the time when we did some spring cleaning. At the house As as young kids So I think um, Sorry to get personal here but guys But mum and our sister Had gone Aww. for a weekend away And our task As the four boys So dad, myself Little brother Tom And and you, Josh, we were spring cleaning the garage. Mm. And we just thought, nah, we're, we're become- Jenny can be quite a hoarder sometimes and hold on to things. And we said, nah, we're going to be ruthless. Yeah, okay? we were ruthless. People, you got to be a ruthless spring yeah. cleaner, okay, because otherwise it just piles up and you need to do more the next year. Dad sort of gave us the pep talk too yeah. early. He said, nah, be ruthless with this, boys. Yeah, be ruthless. Be ruthless. And for some reason, looking back, we had this, like, four-and-a-half, five-foot clown puppet. <laughs> That was sitting in our shed. <laughs> Creepy. Creepy as hell. When you look back on it, you yeah. think that is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Who was playing with that as a child? I don't know. Maybe the Satan. I can't it was remember. it was it was a horror movie. It was it was like something out of a horror movie. And we thought, nah, we're getting rid of this thing. <laughs> and this is Yeah, done. We're out. So we chucked it in the bin and, you know, the we get the the call at the end of the weekend or, or the end of that day and it's, you know, what have you guys chucked out? What have you done? Dad goes, oh, we've chucked out the clown. <laughs> and as you get older now, you realise when there's tension between in a relationship, <laughs> yeah. there was tension. There was tension. And there was, there was, there was fear. There was, it, fear there was fear through Dizzy fear that came and seeped into us. So much fear that we drove back to the tip station and Dad chucked us into <laughs> the tip bin to retrieve, to retrieve the clown puppet. To Over. remember that. That, oh, that was clear. And not only ready? did we salvage the clown puppet, I think we salvaged their relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think we did. I've never seen a reaction to a clown like that. No. Never, ever. No. Sam, I've got one for you. All right, so the other day I was at home doing some cooking. The sriracha sauce was light on. Oh, no. So I started chatting to a couple of people that were at home. said, has anyone realised that there's not that much sriracha sauce lately? And there's a reason for it. Okay, So then I, I don't know if you remember, but for me, the last two years has really introduced me to the love affair with Koopy Mayo. Yeah. Yeah, and about December through to January last year into this year, there was a real shortage of Koopy Mayo. You would go to the Woolies or the Coles or whatever it might have been and you wanted Koopy Mayo, you could never find it, okay? You could never find it. Sam, do you know why you can't find some of these condiments? No. Because they go viral on TikTok. So like a chef uses it on TikTok and all of a sudden, the sales go up through the roof to the point where they are out of stock everywhere in the world. So it happened with Koopi Mayo because some chef used it. And it, it, I think it quadrupled in consumerism yep. of the Koopi Mayo. Then all of a sudden, it was sriracha sauce as well, which we're—you know we're, we're feeling the effects of that right yep. now. And then, Sam, there was a trend for feta. And it was called the TikTok feta effect. Goat cheese feta, goat sh- not not so much goat cheese, just normal sort of feta, because there was a, a oven baked feta pasta that caused customers buy the world stock of the feta cheese. You know what we should do as yeah. a favour for everyone? Yeah, put a coriander video up, <laughs> so there's none left ever. I love coriander. See, I'm, I'm I differ. and and sam throughout last year i don't know if you remember that tiktok video that went viral with uh the background of dreams the guy on the skateboard drinking cranberry juice across america australia everywhere cranberry juice gone so tiktok is having an effect on so many things but it's also having an effect on the food we consume that's 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 thank you very much for the knowledge josh i really appreciate it quiz time yeah it's quiz time Sam, last week was a bit of a, a uh, schmozzle yeah. in the terms of the Bromley Lynch quiz. Lots of people are loving the quiz, but Sam, us two need to sort of put our brains together here and create some sort of superhuman brain. We do. Okay. And we not saying we don't do it most weeks, but last week I don't think we got the superhuman brain element correct. We weren't clicking. No, we weren't clicking last week. Let's... Let's click today. We had a good start, though. Yeah, we did. We did. We sort of just got a bit complacent towards the end. Sam, question one. Affairs that are current. Good. You've learned. Ash Barty has just committed to playing in a tournament in June. What sport will she be playing? Love Ash Yeah she's a great We love Ash Great ambassador for Australia She'd be great to get on the quiz She would be great on the quiz I'm going to go with golf Yeah I think you're right Josh I did hear something recently That she was really quite passionate about golf So I'm going with golf Tim it's golf She has a four handicap Not surprising we Will line up for the team rest of the world Against Team USA In a nine hole team match play exhibition event That will feature some really big names Including Sal Alvarez And striker Harry Kane Josh, number two, affairs that are current, we're one from one. Can you name the leader of these Australian federal political parties? Australian Labor Party, Australian Liberal Party, Australian Greens, and the Nationals. So, Labor Party. Yep. Anthony Albanese. One, I reckon. Liberal Party is scoma. Scoma. Yep. Australian Greens, is it Adam Band? I think it's Adam Band And the Nationals, I want to say, is it Craig Kelly? I think it might be Craig Kelly. I think it might be Craig Do Kelly. Do you want to go with those? Yep, let's go. Let's lock them in. Oh, no. We've oh. got three out of it's Barnaby Joyce. Barnaby. Isn't he a Liberal? Barnaby Joyce. Josh, I don't know what they are. <laughs> Australian Labor Party, it's Anthony Albanese, Scott Morrison, the Liberal Party, Australian Greens, Adam Bant, and the Nationals, Barnaby, So we Joyce. get zero there. We get I zero. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Okay. Yep, ruthless. You've got to get them all. Ruthless, got to ruthless. Like the clown. Yeah, ruthless. Affairs that are currently a one of two. What does QR stand for in QR code? So it, this is a big thing in the last two years. A bit like my Koopi Mayo phase, but I'm probably more inclined to care about the Koopi Mayo more, more so than what the abbreviation yeah. QR stands. What does a QR stand for? Oh, this was definitely in a quiz I did recently, and I did not listen, and I did not retain the information. Something reference? Yeah. We'll go with something reference. Queer, we'll go with que- quality Whereabouts? Ref- no. <laughs> it can't be that many <laughs> fucking words starting with Q. <laughs> Qualitative Reference. Reference quantitative qualitative quick response we weren't even close quick response why, don't, why doesn't – okay, so, yeah. Josh, uh, the quick response code, so the QR code. i tell you what – That should just be – it shouldn't be abbreviated to QR. That should be quick response. Yeah. Like, have you done your quick response? That's nah, easy. Nah, nah. No, because people would get a bit – Nah, I don't, so I don't agree with that. popularized during the pandemic, the QR code is a type of matrix barcode invented in 1994 by the Japanese automotive company Denso Wave. Some would say Denso can tell the future. Absolutely. Like, big time. Foresight. Y- Entertainment, art and sport. Question four. We are one of three. Yep. The Rip Curl Pro at Bells Beach was on the weekend. Who won the last males event, which was held in 2019? By the way, went down to two days of the Rip Curl Pro. I think it's one of the best sporting events I've been to. The twenty twenty two we had to QR code on the yep. way in and all that sort of stuff. But it was one of the great events that I've been to, sporting wise. I think it was Italo Italo Ferrera. I feel like it was Oh no. It was John John Florence. Oh, so the no. songs, the song Hell's Bells by ACDC is played every morning before the first competition. And it is. And it gets the, the crowd pumping. Gets them going. One, One from four. We are struggling. What is the highest grossing R-rated film of all time? Terminator comes to me. Kill Bill? I think a James Cameron special, Terminator. Okay. I'm, I'm happy to run with you, Josh. Joker. Joker. Grossing over 1 billion US dollars. Come on! We need, we need a lift. Yeah, I know. We need a lift. Okay. Great movie, great movie, by the way. We're one of one of five. One of five. Entertainment art and sport. Question six. Yeah. What were the stage names of all five of the Spice Girls? We're gonna have a chat to Sam Dalton after this. Yeah. Because we're having to name multiple answers in one answer. I'm alright with one. In that quiz, that more than one that's starting to become two, two like that's this should be your bonus question. Yes, yes, Sam. I'm gonna go with sporty. Yep, ginger. Yep, scary. Yep, posh and baby. Sporty Spice, Ginger Spice, Scary Spice, Baby Spice, Posh Spot. Josh Clutch. Well done, thank you. Very clutch. We needed you there. Don't know. Your name was called and you you've shown up. Don't Don't know what QR code means, but I know what the spice girls are. Two of six. What colour is found on over 75% of national flags in the world? Let's not try and be too tricky. No, it's either green, blue, or white. Let's go with white. You're gonna go with white. It's on a lot of a lot of flags. Let's go with white. Red, red. I should have gone with my first instinct. I think your first instinct was white. No, in my I brain, <laughs> in my brain though, in my brain, I said red. Just didn't verbalize. No, it didn't verbalize. Out of 195 Non-verbal. flags, 148 nations have red in their flags. So if I was to create a country, it's a bit Sam, if I was to create a country, I would go away from the red. I'm thinking magenta. Yep, aqua. Those sorts of colours. I love it. Did you say aqua? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Question eight. Sam, we're two of seven. Some would say this is going shit out. It's shocking. <laughs> Name the capital city of either Norway or Finland. I think it starts with an O. And I think Norway is Oslo. Norway is Oslo. And just for, I think Finland is, starts with an, I reckon it's a H, it's Helsinki. <laughs> Well done. We so should we get, get two, two for points. that. <laughs> Another one. We're gonna have to have a bit of a leading. Sam, are teams. they on your Do you want to go to those Gosh, Scandinavian countries? I'd love to go to them, but then you get a bit scared when people say there's like two hours of daylight in these countries. Mm. I think that's more in the winter time, honestly. Yeah. But I think it'd be lovely to go and go and experience. What is botany Okay, so we are three of eight. Question nine. What is botany the study of? So a botanist yep. is someone who I think it's flowers. flowers. I because believe it's I, flowers. Do you know why? Because there's botanical gardens. Yes, botanists work there. I think. Hopefully, this is right because otherwise, I sound like a fuckwit. No, <laughs> thinking. <laughs> I'm no, I think, right. I think it's right. I think it's right. Flowers. The plants count. We said flowers, but it is plants. Yeah. But we have got a ruling from Sam Dalton. Yep. SD card that that he is allowing it out of the. The pity rule. Great. <laughs> Sam, the term botany comes from the ancient Greek word botany. Right. Like meaning pasture, herbs, grass, or fodder. Bonus question, question. Question 10. We need this. Bonus question. Okay. He set us up here. He has set us up here. What astrological star sign starts on January 21st and ends February twenty? So I think, Sam, we're... We're in Aries. Yeah, we're in Aries. I'm not well versed in this. I've never been a big reader nah, of the horoscope. The horoscopes. The horoscopes. No. Nah. They seem a bit doom and gloom. They do at times. Yeah. And it's much the interpretation of the reader. Josh, you know what we're doing right now? Yeah. It's called padding. Yeah, we love stalling. We love stalling. We love padding. Yeah. We're just sort of hoping that something in our brain ticks. It has ticked. Taurus. Aquarius. Aquarius. Damn it. Yeah, no, nah. Went for it. Yeah. So, today's Aquarius horoscope from horoscope.com. For those listening at Sam, home... give it to it like a... Read it like <sighs> a person doing horoscopes could read it. April 20, 2022. Are you having problems with the lighting and heating in your home, Aquarius? If so, you might not need to be able to get a professional out today. There could be problems in the entire neighbourhood. You might have to get out of the candles and flashlights to get you through the evening. Don't let this throw you. It's a minor inconvenience that will be fixed soon. Think of it as an adventure. Josh, I think... You know, you were talking about trades at the start. Yeah. This is like that. Yeah. This is calling for a sparky. Yeah, because the lights are out. Yeah, lights are out. So, guys, if you're if you are an Aquarius and you're calling out a sparky, remember Josh's tips at the start of the podcast yeah. about how you treat your trades. I think it also tells you, Sam, everything's temporary. <laughs> it is, <laughs> isn't it? It is, and temporary is bad results in the quiz. Oh, it is. Bad it is. T- temporary, bad results in the quiz. Sam, much going on for you for this week? There is plenty. Talk to me. Plenty going on. Doing a lot of travelling this week. I'll be in the car a lot. And I'll be either calling people, I'll be listening to podcasts, I'll be listening to music. Yeah, Um, There's going to be a lot of thinking time in that car. Yeah, we love thinking. I'm going to be going from all parts of Victoria. Sam, I had a... For work purposes, I'm travelling... to down to the Gippslands. Have so, spent much time down never, there. Never never been to Gippsland. I'm very much west of the west of the s- city sort of operator like that. Western Victoria. Give me that. I've never never ventured too far east. 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 Mm. So I'm looking forward to checking out Gippsland. See, am I and you might uh, agree with me here. But the weekend just gone, we spent some time with some family friends. For those people that are you know all doom and gloom about the future of you know children and all that sort of stuff the kids along with the families that we we had sam how good were they That was great it was great to see they were communicating they were happy joyful josh what we like to call them in the past is uh people who charge your battery yes are you a battery charger or are you a battery drainer this because whole- what we want to be around mm. and surrounded by are battery chargers Okay? We're all about the charging of the batteries. We are. And if you're if you are feeling a bit drained, we're here to charge your battery. Yeah. You think of think of this podcast, the Bromley Lynch Podcast, as a battery charger. As well as your morning newspaper. Exactly right. As well as your morning newspaper. Josh, have a beautiful week. You too, mate. Love you. Love you too. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe and join the family. And follow us on Instagram. At Bromley Lynch. You won't regret it.